Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Credits with Coffee. I'm your host, Laura Berry, and this podcast is brought to you by Bowers R&D. Today's segment is going to feature R&D credits, shockingly, and how these credits can help American farmers. But before we get started, it's time for What's in Your Cup? Now today it's going to be a little different because instead of talking about what's in my cup, I'm going to talk about what was on my plate, which was, until a little bit ago, a delicious lamb gyro from Bonu Cafe, right in Exton, just off of East Lincoln Highway by the Exton Mall. Really good fries, delicious food, lovely little atmosphere, highly recommended if you're in Exton or if you're anywhere in the Chester County area and you really want a good gyro. Definitely check out Bonu Cafe Express. Alright, let's get on with the show, shall we? So, American farmers. American farmers have it tough. There's a lot of hard work that goes into running a farm. The American farmer has to face a lot of challenges. Not only those caused by nature, you know, storms, hurricanes, things to destroy crops, but also environmental initiatives. It can be incredibly difficult to update your farm and meet some of the new standards that come through year after year. Thankfully, research and development tax credits can help farmers do just that. So no other industry is as dynamic or diverse as the agriculture industry. Farmers regularly need to try different strategies for higher yield productions or put new spins on old farming traditions. And again, some individuals have heard of R&D tax credits, but not many realize that farmers should and can take advantage of these as well. So let's let's break it down. How can an R&D tax credit help farmers specifically? Let's say that you run a small urban farming program or you've been working land that your family has owned for generations. But no matter what your forte is in the agriculture industry, an R&D tax credit for farmers can provide immense help for your organization. For example, the federal R&D tax credit program could reward you up to 10% of your qualified research expenditures, QRE. That comes back to you in the form of a credit. So unlike some other tax credits that are refundable, this is a true tax credit. So this means that you can use it to directly reduce your taxes, whether that's payroll or business income, and we'll get into that later. You also have the option of carrying your credit forward 20 years. Now, double dipping is not usually encouraged at dinner parties, but when it comes to R&D tax credits, you should. (laughs) So if you qualify for a federal R&D tax credit, you may also be eligible to apply for a state R&D tax credit. It does depend on where you live though. Um, As I went over in our last episode, not every state offers this type of program. So go ahead, give that uh, previous episode a listen if you haven't yet. That will go over which states do and don't offer R&D tax credit programs. Of course, As you're putting together your application for an R&D tax credit, you're going to have to identify what activities will actually count towards your QRE. And in today's world of climate change and carbon reduction challenges, it should come as no surprise 
that most Americans involved in agriculture invest an extensive amount of time and a lot of money into R&D. Here are a few specific enterprises that could qualify for your R&D credit calculations. Uh, so for example, designing biodegradable lobster traps, um, developing irrigation solutions for climate challenges, creating new harvesting automation tools, developing new livestock breeding techniques. Um, let's say you're developing improved fishing hatcheries or constructing advanced soil additives to augment your crop durality. Those are all excellent examples of um, activities that would qualify for your QRE. Now, of course, when you're calculating your QREs, those are gonna include the cost of disposable supplies purchased for the purpose of R&D activities, the salaries of part-time and full-time employees who are working in R&D as long as they're US-based, and 65% of contractor fees that you've hired out to do R&D for you as well. Again, this all has to take place stateside as this is a um, initiative to improve the United States economy. So if you are working with scientists in France, unfortunately the cost of hiring the French scientist is not gonna be eligible for your QRE calculation. So that's just something to bear in mind. Okay, so we just started to talk about how we calculate you know, your QRE, because that is going to be the first step in figuring out how much your R&D tax credit is calculated. You find your QRE, which is those three items. Then you can go to bowersrnd.com and use the free R&D tax credit calculator there, and you can get an estimate of how much your total credit could be. You know, it's important to note that any R&D endeavor you undertake doesn't have to succeed. You could try to build your biodegradable lobster traps and they might be a complete failure. That doesn't matter. If you have put financial risk into some kind of project to improve your product, to create a new product, you can still apply for the credit. These tax credits are designed to encourage individuals to try new things and keep innovating. And failure is a part of that experimentation process. So don't worry if you think that you don't qualify because you've been trying to work on different experiments that have gone horribly wrong. That's great. <laughs> Keep going and get your money. Come apply for the credit. And you don't even have to be a traditional farmer to qualify for these credits. Um, let's say you're the owner of a farm equipment development company or a fertilizer manufacturing business. If you are agriculture adjacent or you work in the industry of agriculture without working on a farm, you can still qualify for R&E. Again, this is all about innovation and creation because the federal government wants to boost the economy. They want people to spend money and hire more Americans to work on different projects. So here's the quick takeaway from this. If you are working in the agriculture industry, no matter in what regard, you could qualify for a federal and a state R&D tax credit depending on which state you're in. You're gonna have to calculate your QREs, which are the, the salaries of your US-based employees, contractors that you hire for R&D, 
and the cost of disposable supplies used during the R&D process. Now remember, all of the people working on your R&D must be US-based for it to count. Then you go to BowersR&D.com, use the free tax credit calculator there, and you can see an estimate of how much your credit could be. Again, if you're interested in which states actually have you know, a tax credit program themselves, be sure to listen to our last episode or go over to BowersR&D.com and check out um, some of our articles on this. We have a lot of good informational articles on the website. That is pretty much the gist of it. Today it was an industry-specific segment, folks, but don't worry, I'm going to be breaking down more industries as we move on. And if you are a farmer, whether you are a traditional farmer or you are trying something new and creative, do not miss this opportunity to get potentially thousands of dollars coming your way because you can use it to offset the social security portion of your payroll tax, reduce your business income tax, or carry it forward 20 years. There are specific requirements for each of those scenarios. So you're gonna wanna listen to our very first episode that breaks down who could use the credit in which way. But I'm sure the next time you tune in, you'll get a quick new refresher on that, or you can even come to our free R&D 101 webinar on February 21st. Um, You can get links to that event at Bowers R&D on LinkedIn, or you can look me up on LinkedIn, Laura Berry, B-E-R-R-Y, and you can get the link to the free webinar there as well. We're gonna be doing a deep dive into the R&D credit. I have some great special guests who are gonna be on, and we're even gonna have a portion of the webinar be dedicated to audience Q&A. So be sure you tune in. Again, that webinar is free, and it's gonna be on February 21st from four to five. Make sure you get your ticket. You will need a ticket to get a link to the event, and I can't wait to see you there. Thank you so much again for tuning into another episode of Credits with Coffee. I am your host, Laura Berry, and I hope that you'll tune in next week for another informative and exciting episode. Until then, let's get the credits you deserve.